Okay. Hey, this is Richard from the Metal Cell Podcast. I'm delighted to welcome Ian Booth and Darren Lavery of Haint. How the yeah. fuck are you, lads? Doing good. Good. Thanks for having us on. And I have my lovely pink hair co-host. I, I got his nails done as well. Just lovely. <laughs> What's the crack? Good to have you on board, my friend. Yeah, yeah. All good, man. Wednesday night drinking and this is what happens. Like. <laughs> now, Ian and Darren, guess where we are going tomorrow, myself and Evan. We are actually going to a live heavy metal gig. Oh, I'm so actually going to cry. Like I've, I'll be sitting there with pink hair, painted nails, and tears rolling. I'll be holding on to you, like, man. Both of oh, us will be babbling yeah. messes. So we will tomorrow night. Yeah, I only found out last night as well that we're staying in Limerick. I didn't know what was going on. Oh, <laughs> mm, fair enough. When you yeah, go to Limerick, you have to stay there. And I'm fucking going to drive was... up to Limerick, not drink on my first gig, and then drive back. I genuinely <laughs> thought that was what was happening. I was like, fair play to Richie, like, because I'm going to nah, be talking nah. the ear off. Never rely like... on Richie when it <laughs> no. comes to fucking gigs. No, no. Well, no. You would, I will be there, but I'm going to be drinking, man. Fuck that. Who's playing, guys? Uh, it, it is Zealot Cult and Briganti. Oh, yeah. Cool. Okay. So it's going to be the, oh. the Mick Carey special. like. Yeah. Mick is on um, double duty. Yeah. Of course, when gigs come back, he has to do both of them. Like. <laughs> <laughs> At the same time. Yeah, James, what are those things? <laughs> Have any of you come across Zellicult before, lads? I know the name, definitely, yeah. Yeah, I'm aware of them, but I haven't, to be honest, I haven't mm. listened to them. Yeah, it's going to be, it'll be weird. Um, I presume we're going to have, yeah, I was just going to say, we're going to have to fucking stay seated for this. Like. Yeah, I think, to be honest, like anyone that's going to give out about that can just fuck off. Um, yeah. And I like I mean that would is yeah that's it you know what and I think <clears throat> fair play to um the lads for actually putting it on you know mm. um you know we will get to a stage over the next while where we won't have restrictions but I'm happy just going to see another band yeah. play live oh, do you know what I mean because the only other bands I've heard is up in our rehearsal spaces through walls so like <laughs> yeah. I'm really looking forward to this now and even just getting to see everyone again you know because we've exactly. had like group yeah. chats and we haven't actually got to yeah. meet up in so long so it, it'll, it'll just yeah. be a great experience like I'm, I'm absolutely fucking cool yeah, yeah. Uh, can't, can't like, wait for games to be opened up back here yeah did a, a short a last minute short notice gig I think the past weekend there, I'm sure. Did they were they like rescheduling? Oh, everybody gig was, over man. Over everybody, like, yeah, yeah, I saw that. I feel That's, bad for yeah. James having to the amount of <sighs> pushing oh, back yeah. he's had to do. Like, yeah, well, Every... we're, we're supposed to be playing this weekend. We're supposed to play on Saturday night with Sky Pilot, and that's just been postponed in November. I saw, yeah, yeah I saw that today, right? right yeah. Yeah, yeah, and your, your uh, pure Sonic Outcasts, um, you were supposed to support them as well. That was pushed as well, wasn't it? Well, yeah, but it's second of October, which is only two weeks away. So, do you think that so, will go ahead? I, I don't know. So I don't know. Say, like, I, you yeah. just don't want to bet on it right now. Mm, true. No, yeah, it's, true. It's a very weird kind of, you know, like come to the gig if it like if it's happening, you should come. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, because we were we were even expecting points in Voodoo when we went up to Belfast, and there was a, yeah. one of the oh, staff yeah. members got COVID or <laughs> yes, something like that, right. and they yeah, shut it down. And we were just yeah. fucking going oh, like Jesus. the day the day that we got there. Yeah, like, yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. But we were supposed to play a gig that day, weren't we? Yes, we were supposed was, to be playing a gig that, that was day. That was the medal to the masses. The gig, the, the, yeah, the gig, yeah, yeah. Because that's what we were going down to. And then Voodoo put that sign up. And I said, Dean, well, even if the gig hadn't hadn't been postponed, we still wouldn't have played it. Yeah, really, really well, there you go. Down. Like, just like seriously, because I was... feel like poor Haint are like just getting started <laughs> at the at you the start have of all this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've had. I you know that, like, because you kind of just started, and then um, all of this kicked uh, off. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's so many gigs. plans. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Five gigs yeah, now yeah. we've had postponed since the start of the summer. Yeah, you've had so more games ever... postponed than you've had actually played. No, at this stage, we've only played. One we've only played one yeah, well, game. there you go. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. That's what we're like. They're inviting us on the show. Why? Like, well, <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> yeah. What are we're we going to talk about? Stop. We're having this to This is the console. Yeah, you're going this to Edinburgh. We did, yeah, we're playing Dundee and Edinburgh. Like September, not this weekend coming. Not the weekend after. Yeah, it was a good. What is September? We're having to get a ferry to Scotland to play some gigs. Yeah, great. 
That's with Can't Acid well. Rain and Dog Tired and Alter. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of kids got to watch Acid Rain. Yeah, so those the dog tired hombres yeah. wearing yeah. That's actually a special blood talk t-shirt that I'm wearing. Even though I never Limited went. edition. So I know <laughs> fucking the contacts, lads. <laughs> That's yeah. it. They don't need to know. <laughs> I was definitely there. It was great. Yeah, no, that was a depressing fucking thing as well that we couldn't go there. But uh did um any of your mates get the blood stock? I know lots of people that got to go to Bloodstock yeah, most, most of them obviously being in bands like the guys and the crawling and yep. uh, you know they seem yeah. to have an absolute whale of a time that weekend was a very hard weekend to have mm. any social media account <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was very hard just kind of watching everything oh, no. and then when uh, you're yeah. here you. At, at, you know at that stage we had absolutely no idea of a, an actual roadmap or anything so you're just seeing it and getting more and more frustrated and angry yeah, like you know you're, you're obviously happy for everyone but yeah. I'm not going to pretend I wasn't like seething with jealousy do you know what I mean and there was uh, rumours yeah. as well flying around that fucking live music remember that rumour wasn't until March next year yeah and I knew I knew that mm. there was something because they were making the announcement in like two weeks after that and I was like if mm. they just made that decision and they're going to wait two weeks to say it. There's so, there's something not right about that. But yeah, yeah, I I knew right. I was you know I didn't want to say anything online or give out about because it was just you know a rumor. No. And yeah. things changed so but, much. I just really didn't want to upset yeah, myself. Blood, like, blood start was hard. I I I lived in Manchester for a few years and have a load of friends and bands in Manchester as well. So I had all the Northern Irish. My Facebook was full of all the Northern Irish people I know in bands going over. Then had all the Manchester lot. Um, yeah. called Fetal Juice and all it just they were oh, yeah. Fetal Juice yeah yeah, yeah 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 so I know them from gig, like a lot of the lads in Manchester from gigging um, I didn't realise I knew the lad who helped uh, play guitar for Devon um, what really no yeah, way yeah he plays in a, he's from Manchester playing the band in Manchester so it was I was looking at the you know the list of who was who he'd got from the UK and I was like oh holy hell I know you how many gigs are you is, but, that, um, is that true that Devin travelled on his own over yep. to England and yep. then recruited? Quarantined yeah, and yeah, yeah, bass, yeah, yeah. I think it was the bass player from Sixth. Um, like I say, wow. the guy, the guitarist was from Manchester, from a couple of bands up around. He plays a couple of bands in Manchester. I, I can't remember who the drummer is, but yeah, the Royal UK hadn't played as a band. That's incredible. So they to got together have to, the rehearsal. Balls to do that. Like, serious pressure. Yeah. Dedicated, serious, man. serious pressure. Like, yeah. He's the mad scientist. Like he's... He can do no wrong but, as far but, as... But he gets... <laughs> he, he always says that he's got a massive... He's really, really thankful of the support he gets from the UK. So he's prepared mm. to do those sorts of things for them. You know? Yeah. Yeah, he really he really did kind of make... Do everything he could to make sure that it, it, it could happen. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, the only time like... I, I fucking can recollect something like that happened that Bloodstock was corrosion of conformity flew over to Bloodstock and they left their drummer, uh, Reed. Mullen, who's since passed away, sadly mm, enough. That's right, yeah. Um, they left Reed behind because he was dealing with issues and they got a drummer again from Manchester. Yeah. And he fucking nailed it, so he did. Yeah. On the day, like, just incredible to watch, like. I'd make a fucking balls of it. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you I'd need a little yes bit of it. time, man. You need, you, look, I you played fucking... on the last Vinci fucking stream, which I have yet to watch, my apologies, but I've been yeah, I over in... Yeah, probably made a ball of that as well, like... <laughs> No, you didn't, or did you? I don't know. No, I'm not I sure. No. <laughs> I'd be surprised if you did, put it that way. Yeah. And tell us about uh, the absent member of Haint. Give him a shout out. Steve, our yeah. lovely drummer. Yeah, good, good lad. Let's, let's talk about how you came across Steve and how the band started, lads, if you don't mind. Yeah, um, I'd, so like I said, I, I actually uh, lived over in Manchester for about 15 years. I'd moved back and um, obviously no name since my condemned days and stand-up guy. And uh, real found out that he was actually only living about a mile, mile and a half away from me. So okay. I gave him a shout and said, right, do you want to start writing some stuff and jamming together? I think we took us about, what, three years of just the two of us. Yeah, um, messing around writing some songs, and then Steve, the the well, inevitable search for a drummer. Oh, yes, yeah. yeah. Hens teeth. Hens teeth is right. Yeah, they're either in seven bands or 
shit. You just seem to do as a hobby. Or there's <laughs> shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a reason. Yeah. Yeah, there's a difference between uh, yeah, we and fucking. That's <laughs> you can own a drum kit, but being able to play it's a separate totally. thing. Trust, trust me. <laughs> I can play it, but I can't play it in time. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, so yeah, I, that's, that's like me. I've got those two guitars behind me, but I'm a bass player. Trust me, I cannot yeah, play them sure that look, well. I, fucking, <laughs> I have four guitars in my wall. Like, yeah. They're behind do, me I too. Play, like, but. but yeah, no, but as a bass player, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm not that good on them. I may have the guitars, <laughs> but actually being able to play them properly, that's a different story. Yeah, yeah <laughs> like if, if I was ever in a band, it would have to be me writing the riffs and me showing it to people because <laughs> I could write something that might be weird for someone else to play, but they could give me something uh, so straightforward and it's just not the way I play it and I just won't be able to do it. Like I, I would not even want to try and play it. But, but Darren, salute you, man, because it's very, it's very rare that I have a genuine basis on the show. They're usually oh, yeah, fucking I, guitarists. There you go. No, I, it's true, okay. yeah. I, guys, I'm a bass player since day one. I've yeah, always cool. been a bass player. The fucking low end, man. Woohoo! <laughs> Cheers, we'd be lost without yeah. it, huh? Exactly. So go on, anyway. So, how did you find Steve? I've known Steve since I think we were both 16 mm-hmm. and we played in bands in, in high school. And, and then 20 odd years had passed and right. we hadn't really seen each other. You know, I know he played in Bad Boat. Um, he still plays oh, bass in, in Albuquerque. Bad yeah. Boat. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was looking at them all going, because they contacted me once or twice as well, and I was just going, how do I know that head? And I know he's with Old Crusher, but it was Bad Boat. Very yeah, good. so Steven, so that, that was when we kind of rekindled the friendship, and and then he messaged me out of the blue one day saying, man, I'm looking to get back into the drums, because he plays bass in Old Crusher and hadn't played drums in a long time. Oh, um, I was like, "Are you doing anything?" And I was like, ah, "Well, <laughs> um, <laughs> you it just ask. so happens. Yeah. Just so happens that we are." Um, and that was it, man. Like we just got together and, like all bands do, we started off with some dodgy covers, and uh, then we were like, "Go yeah, on, my covers, one." I've a little team um, there going for covers. Do you know what? We've, we've rattled through a lot of covers, but I don't think we've ever actually played one of them properly. No, <laughs> but what, what, we were were the, what were the type we did, of covers you were playing? Vote with a bullet, and we did uh, Surprise Your Dead by Faith No More. Great fucking um, We did, we've done a couple of Mastodon songs. I, ah. I knew right well you were going to you were gonna yeah, say exactly. Mastodon. <laughs> that always kind of shapes what, what you can expect. But the thing as well is, like, do you know, if someone's like, know. oh, we did a few dodgy covers, it's like, you're playing fucking Mastodon. It's not like you're doing an ABBA tune that it's like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, they're fucking yeah. hard to play. <laughs> it is a complete bollocks. Yeah, it is. It's like, a complete... I think you, know, I, you know what's been on my fucking playlist for the last three days and it was released I played it and then left it because there's so much you're just being bombarded by music but Mr. Bungle's album has been just yeah. for the last three oh, days yeah. totally yeah. outstanding yeah I know and I see Mike Patton cancelled a lot of yeah, that's right. He's got to look after himself. I uh, saw 100%. a few comments on that where people are like giving out, being like, oh, we've waited for so long. Ah, it's like, off. Really? but you know, there's, yeah. it's this thing. It's like, you're such a selfish cunt if yeah, you think that in a way. And then yeah, we're yeah, getting yeah. things yeah. where like, you know, we'll have um, musicians that we look up to that will kill themselves. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And when when it's a situation like that, everyone's like, "Oh, we sh- you know it's, we have to do something about this." It's like he's doing Precisely. it; like he's looking after yeah. his head. Let yeah. him do yeah. that. There'll be and plenty the main, more. And you know gigs. what? He is one of the most important fucking people in that scene. In a long, the amount long of people time. he's worked with is it's insane. Inc- it is insane, and I know he has to have mental health issues with some of his lyrics and. I mean, this is a he's guy a, that just lives on the edge the whole time in his yeah. performances, both live yeah. and on record. You can yeah. feel this guy is 110% into the fucking music. He lives for it, you know? Yeah. So I'm, I'm not surprised that he has him, but I mean, yeah. to fucking stand up and say, look, I have him and let's cancel a tour. Fuck it. Yeah. Well done, you know? Do you know Fuck what? There'll, sake, be, there'll like, be plenty more, as long as there's more tours for him to do. That's yeah. all. That's all that matters. Like, yeah. I think a lot of people with mental health are 
they're all well and good to fly the flag when it suits them um, on fucking Instagram or whatever. But, you know, if someone has to cancel something for something like this and you're not behind them, then yeah, fuck off. I know. And it, it makes you think about, you know, like Chris Cornell and various other exactly. individuals. Yeah. I think, what, what, what were they going through at the time? You know, because we always put these people on a on this pedestal of yeah of course they're untouchable there's there's no way they could possibly have mental health issues but yeah yeah. we're all human in the end of the day yeah Mm -hmm. we all shit from the same place let's we do Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's one way to put it (laughs) and i would imagine no matter how many people you've got around you when you get to that sort of point uh in your music career it probably gets a bit lonely yeah yeah Yeah. there's an expectation on you first of all yeah that's the biggest pressure there's an expectation on you especially with Pat, uh, in relation well, to what he's done he look, you look at his career it's fucking big time like, incredible he's, like, a, he's literally a god to some people yeah. like, do you know what I mean yeah. so that, that alone will have yeah, yeah, well, there yeah, we yeah. go do he's you know god, what I mean yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. we're so grateful he's still fucking making music <laughs> yeah. exactly yeah. and long may it last I so. mean that Mr. Bungle album is insane incredible. it's yeah. fucking it insane his performance yeah. on it it's just like Holy shit, this guy is what? I'm guessing probably 50. Yeah, I think he's around 50, yeah. right? Yeah, and he's in his 50s. Wow, yeah. fucking hell. And getting in Scott Ian and Dave Lombardo. Yeah. Jesus Christ. And he looks well, <laughs> to be fair to him as well. Like, for yeah. as as much as, like, so incredibly active. Like, have you ever looked at, like, the amount of bands that he's featured on oh, yeah. or totally. worked with? And the list is fucking insane. But also, like, but also stuff he does, you know, what he was, does as well. Some of the stuff he's, he, he's just, he's not even, there's no lyrics or words. He's just using his voice as an instrument. Some of the stuff's yeah, completely yeah. out there. Mm, yeah. But it's fantastic seeing what he does. Yeah, I mean, Phil Anselmo is someone like him. We should be just grateful that he's here. Um, another fantastic vocalist. And that's all he's done. His vocals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think with Phil, people either love him or hate him. Like, I love oh, him. yeah, I mean, yeah. there's no yeah. doubt about it, but again, yeah, he's I mean, another guy that's few just bo- fucking... Few, bo- few bottles of red wine, and he's he's not always the nicest person. <laughs> <ever yet. laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of like, I always, for some reason, I'm like, I don't know if with, with that kind of thing. I'd have to just refresh it in my mind, but I think Rob Flynn is a bit of a dope as well. So, and I think he kind of <laughs> like... Oh, he, he jumped for something on it. it actually yeah, I'm feeling it I mean, wasn't actually what he was saying it is and I'm just like mm-hmm. like I, I just love to tell Rob Flynn to shut up <laughs> in general yeah. like but when yeah. it comes to something like this I'm like <laughs> yeah <laughs> alright whatever man <laughs> yeah so I don't presume you were doing fucking machine head covers anyway lads no, no. machine head covers yeah. no, no uh, machine yeah, head covers no. okay <laughs> so Steve quickly got on board with the project anyway yeah Big time, yeah. And then we, we already at that stage had a, a good collection of songs that okay. we just started oh. working through, mm-hmm. you know. And it's been a slow burn. And yeah. uh, do you think that benefited ye in a way? Ian? I know it's hard to fucking say that now because it's been such a fucking two-year uh, trial and error up to now. But like, um, have you gone I back and so. revisited songs and? maybe made a few changes well, or what? Without a doubt, yeah. Okay. So I think the, the first gig for us was a real trial by fire because, you know, again, with <laughs> I think even on the day of the gig, before the gig, we were out in Darren's car, like just still learning the lyrics, you know, and going... <laughs> learning? You know. I was still writing the lyrics? <laughs> you still writing lyrics? So, uh, you know, and... To go up and actually win our heat was just like, pff, what what is actually going on? Um, mm. Impossible. And then syndrome, like the <laughs> pandemic hit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I know. You're on this high, and then suddenly it's like, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. But it did. Uh, it gave us time to regroup and concentrate on the songs and get tight and and uh, and work on the lyrics because that's one <laughs> yeah. thing Darren and I have have uh, figured out is our Music is a ball ache to sing and play at the same time. Oh, I could imagine. It's a three piece, yeah. How hard is that? It has its advantages, you know. Again, you know, three egos is better than five egos. You know, that's the way. You you only have to look at the crawling for a three piece there. 100%. Yeah. 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 And Sky Pilot. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You know, they've been really good friends of mine for a long, long time. Mm. Um, 
And yeah, I mean, it, it works. We have like a, a dynamic between the three of us. We all have our own individual places within the band, whether it be on a visual basis or where we want to take things. And obviously Darren is our recording <laughs> maestro. You know, he just eats and sleeps and breathes those things. So we've we've had a chance to like pre-production a lot of our songs, you okay. know, and we're still kind of in the middle of doing that. You know, yeah, I just, saw the um, the click track. Um, oh layer. yeah, for yeah. Unbride. Yeah, it's just the most ridiculous <laughs> thing ever. Yeah, but like even you know one or two BPM changes, like they make a huge difference, and you wouldn't actually notice it. But I was just looking through it, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like, yeah, <laughs> fair play. And that, funny enough, that that is one of the songs. It's quite a bugger to sing and play. I could imagine, yeah. <laughs> I think as well, one of the good things is because we've had the time as well, we've been able to sort of look at the dynamics of even talking about the vocals, you know, not only about writing the vocals, but I think one of the things that probably people won't expect when we come back is there's a lot of harmonies and singing and it's not just all shouting or metalcore or, yeah, you know, there's yeah. just, there's everything Please in there. sharing vocals. Yeah. 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 Yeah, nice. very much. Okay. Come. A huge dynamic that can bring that, to a band. That, yes, two that's, that's yeah. interesting. And I think pretty much everything that we, I think every song has clean singing in it, mm. and yeah. pretty much every bit of clean singing probably is harmonized. Oh. There's a lot. There's a lot of vocals going in that's as well. That's a lot of work to kind music. of get it right is, as yeah. well, you know. And when that's yeah. done right, it's it's very noticeably done right. Yeah, but we've been allowed the time, you know, and that's yeah. that's I think benefited things massively. Mm. And doing the pre-production stuff and going. Right, this is what the songs actually sound like because yeah. it, it is different man like when you sit in you're sitting in a rehearsal room you don't you have different Hear ears on things yeah of course yeah. yeah completely different ears on so when you actually sit down and listen to the songs you go ah oh, that we could do that better or we could do this or we could change that yeah. you know and that's probably dissecting it. them like yeah yeah, mm. oh, it, yeah. It, it'll yeah. happen a lot where bands will have you know say if they're going for a recording sit and play it and go through loads of small parts but it's what it's once the drums are down you're putting bass and then you're putting guitar on there might be just like a hammer on or something that's like are you doing it from here or were you doing it from here (laughs) and you'll find out that like two people were playing things completely different the entire time like you know (laughs) so being able to sit and like um dissect the songs like this can only be a positive like you know 100% I mean the dynamic there like if you do it right I mean I'm just thinking there as three pieces you're looking at like maybe High on Fire Brilliant band Conan Conan yeah Yeah. I mean Jesus Christ they don't need another guitarist those two bands just Schematics as well Schematics um, the other bands Uh, uh, Nomadic Rituals yeah oh Jesus yeah there's a three piece yeah Mm. We have had a couple of guys come and we've had periods where, you know, we were toying with the second guitarist, but it just never kind of panned out. And it works as a three piece. Yeah. Yeah. And we got to give a shout out to, yeah. our, to our little friends down south at uh, Grey Stag. Our boys. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. How could I? Like? <laughs> and should and we had Steve on the last Tombs. one as well. Like, and Tunes. Yeah. Fucking hell. There is plenty of three pieces as well in Iron Man oh, yeah. and they're fucking knocking it out of the park for sound, yeah. you know. So once you get 100%. your tone right and I'm I'm really interested now that there's two of you singing, that's that's going to be interesting. I'd like a yeah. huge dynamic, like, yeah, absolutely. Well, the plan is, like, whenever we, Steve's going to sing as well, so it'll be the three of us, you know, so... The fucking some yeah. stage over be... here, like... Three-part harmonies and yeah. acapella oh, and all yeah, that shit. <laughs> some, some, of the, some of the demo versions, there are there are three-part harmonies and stuff on the songs. Or, wow, yeah. fucking I'm, I'm a big fan of writing overlapping lines and stuff where, you know, mm-hmm. they bleed into one another and some yeah, of the, you yeah. have to have three people. Ian's laughing yeah. it's, where it's, are you it's, pulling it's, those influences <laughs> from, Darren? Um, big time, like, I'm big time into uh, the likes of Baroness and, and yeah. Mastodon. Um I don't know. I've got massively eclectic music taste, so yeah, just everywhere. Uh, yeah, but vocally I, I, yeah. wise, um, ideally, you're looking at is Devin, Mastodon. To be honest, that? Mastodon, Devon, mm-hmm. yeah, um, uh, yeah, Deftones, um, yeah, those would yeah. be my sort of main and and Patton, yeah. Ain't yeah. checking all the boxes there. Oh yeah. Um, 
similar for me, yeah. I think you know my biggest focus is is the music. You know, I I tend to write the majority of the music, um, and again, my influences are massive. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, everything. You know, I was yeah. I was raised on Deep Purple and ACDC. You know, mm. my mum named me after Ian Gillan because you know Deep Purple were a favorite band. Class. Um, and I love all that stuff, but I think like biggest influences we would be Deftones, Meshuggah, Metallica, mm. you know, and every band in between, you know, blues, yeah. you know. Um, the blues is a big, is a big um, influence up in Northern Ireland because we were talking about Acid Age before uh, mm. you came on there and I saw the lads there, they're massive blues fans and jazz as well. 100%, yeah. Mm. Blues so is massive for me. Guitarists especially are like, a lot of them will be massively into blues because I think blues guitar, even in in metal, like there's so much that it actually um, mixes over without realizing, like you know. Yeah, yeah. Like Peter Green was my biggest guitar hero whenever I was a kid when I started, wow. probably when I was like eight or nine. You know, um, you know, just the blues guys. And then I heard James Hatfield roar for the first time, and that was a, that was a, a complete game changer for me, I suppose. Uh, as as in all of us, in fairness, although it was Lemmy beforehand for me. Um, I just uh, came across Howard Stern's interview with Metallica with Miley Seen Cyrus, that? and that, yeah. she sang "Fucking Nothing Else Matters," and actually. It's a cringe song. I, I, personally, I, I'm not a fan of it, but the way she delivered that, I just went, fuck it. That's actually yeah. respect. Fair play yeah, to that's her. Yeah. Cool. Fair fucks, like, you know. Like, she has a pair of balls in her. She's fucking good at what she does, man. Wow. Like, she, yeah. she is. She must smoke about 60 cigarettes a day. Oh, yeah, like yeah. That. You can you know see Hempfield going, fucking hell. Like, <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Because initially it, it did look like that she was just mimicking Headfield and then she just went three or four. Her own thing, like... Ah, yeah. that's fuck's And sick. even Elton John, I think, plays piano on that track, which is... Yeah. What? Yeah, he, James Headfield really? yeah, yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Headfield cry, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ah, a, okay. Yeah. He said, was it, not, was it Nothing Else Matters? Is it, was it, it was like one of the best songs he's ever... One of the yeah. Elton John, ever in, yeah, yeah, Elton John. John, yeah. Wow, Christ! And Hetfield with some tears over that. I oh, yeah, that's crying amazing. If you said that to me, it well, is. Like, I'm not taking the piss. I'm geez, just amazed. Yeah, fucking what a man. Yeah, I think I, I, was was, I like won't be arsed though, trying to fucking shift through how many fifty versions of the Black Album couldn't be fucked. No, no. <laughs> Unless it lands on my fucking plate like Miley, and I go, okay, I'll, yeah. I'll give that a listen. Yeah, there's Jesus. a lot of bands that I would follow that like they would put up their version of it, and I honestly, yeah. there hasn't been a single one of them that I've listened to being like that's actually really cool. And like <laughs> when you're hearing so many different versions of the same song, it yeah. you're. It, nah, it just becomes you white do, noise. Man. Like, fucking, it, it is white it, noise. It, yeah. gets, it gets tiring after a while. I do I do listen occasionally to the version from SNM though. Because with the full San Francisco Orchestra. Ah uh, yeah. It's yeah, something yeah, special. Course, yeah. you know, that, but that's different, isn't it? Have you listened to any of the other songs off the blacklist? No, I have I, I wouldn't nah. even be <laughs> 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 I, I listened to the the Who, you know, the Mongolian band. It yeah. is through the, oh, through yeah. the never. I, I like them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't it H U yeah, yeah, Umlak yeah. or whatever it is? How, how <laughs> they, did that um, come across? It, it, they do a pretty good job of it, actually. Yeah. yeah. Considering like they use all them. these traditional instruments, but yeah. Even just interesting factor, like they, you know, you'd be glued to them because that's just not oh. what you're used to seeing as well, no. you know? No. It's something so different. Yeah, yeah I'd be all I over saw that, something different now and, and I would go to see the hood because they were supposed to be playing Sunstroke. I'm nearly oh, sure yeah. they were. Yes, yeah, they were, yeah. Because yeah. I was looking forward to seeing them. And I saw Hellung. Is, is that how it's H E I L U N G. Hellung. They're kind of like a Viking um, <laughs> river dance fucking <laughs> thing <Sorry>. going on. <laughs> but like everybody was on about, oh, you have to see Hellung, you have to see Hellung. And Mark Morrissey saw him over in Roburn. But uh, we saw him in Brutal Assault and it looked spectacular. But like, 
20 minutes into it, you're going, okay, lads. I've heard this now. Yeah. <sighs> okay, Jeez. Jesus Christ. There's only so many times you can rattle fucking bones and do drum patterns. And <laughs> a, a sea of fog with blue lights. Uh, yeah. No, every, and I mean, people will fucking love them for it, but I saw, yeah, ticked. Okay, friends, you know. Do we, do we think Sunstroke will, they will ever see that them try that again. I really hope so. I, I, hope so. I would love that because we we all lads we nearly fucking had it. <laughs> so excited. We were so excited. We were so Me and my close. wife got tickets straight away, and we were just like, yes. And I was thinking as well, like you know, with everything being cancelled, fair enough. But I was kind of like waiting for them to do an announcement for next year or something. But it's looking like I, you know, you hear rumors where they're just like, nah. They're just bottling it now, but mm. like I think if Clang goes ahead, you have a good chance of Sunstroke going ahead. Yeah, cool. yeah. It's just okay. like having heard nothing from Sunstroke. Yeah, it's been very good. Like, yeah, but I think if anyone was going, like, I think we're at a stage now that you could like. If you could mic up a lad taking a piss in a field, there's going to, people are going to go to it. Like, you know, as long as they can drink, the like people are going to want to go to something. Yeah, the want just, for it is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> sure, the the Zealot Cult gig, um, yeah. I know it's like sixty percent capacity, but mm. an hour and a half that was sold out. An hour That's and a half, real. like, um, yeah. you know, like sixty capacity is still a lot of people for it an is. Irish venue to sell out in an hour and a half. Like, do you know what I mean? Oh, so yeah. people, and that's like, you know, with it being seated, so, you know, whatever. Some people don't want to do that, but it shows that there's people are ready for it. They've been they've been starved for so long, you know. Yeah. Chomping at the bed for it, like yeah. yeah. Wouldn't it be lovely now if we had all these little candles around the tables and tasseled uh, lamps, you know, at each table <laughs> and, and waiter service as well? You know what I mean? I, we can give John a message. I guarantee you, like he would, he, that would be something he would do. He'll get like a heart lamp and put it on ours. Like, <laughs> Ian, I want to talk about stand-up guy, if you don't mind. Uh, yeah, okay. Give us, um, just an overview and how the, how the band finally finished and he achieved a hell of a lot for for what you were, if you don't mind me saying. We did, yeah. I mean, I look back on those times very, very fondly, but, mm-hmm. you know, the, the last couple of years of Stand Up Guy were quite difficult, to okay. say the least, you know. Because um, it's, you know, there's a... There's a hunger with a lot of ours. We we don't get a lot of bands coming over to Ireland. Yeah. So I think from a local scene, you want to strive to do everything you can and try and escape it. You know, and we had spent a lot of time touring and then in 2010, we got the opportunity to go and play a lot of the big festivals and we did Download and Sonosphere and a few different things, but it kind of sort of crippled us financially. Okay. And because, it, because again, we were an Irish band, every time, it's the same with these shows next next week in Scotland, getting a ferry over with a bunch of guys in a van, you know, you're talking four or 500 quid each time. Mm-hmm. Um, and and were you managing yourselves? Um, James and the Distortion Project were sort of helping us with okay. sort of bookings and things, you know, but effectively everything that we had to do was coming out of our pockets especially when it came to sort of touring so that's when the cracks started to kind of appear and we kind of decided like we may as well quit while we're while we're ahead you know we've made a good run of it Mm. you know and yeah and that was that was really it you know that 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 kind of happens um a lot with bands where like the drive is there but yeah financially that can be and you know you when when a band gets to a certain level you might still love playing and stuff but it's very hard to just be like you know what we're going to play a lot less we're just going to do a gig here and there after yeah. trying to push it then just to be like to take a step back i like i can imagine that it just kind of kills your drive and your love for it that it just doesn't feel the same unless it's it's full tilt so yeah 
But I definitely, I understand that. All right, money is a fucking bitch. I love money so much, <laughs> but I don't have enough of it. That's the problem. <laughs> this is it, you know. And there's uh, there's only so much you can do when you're in a band. You need you need a you need a lot more people around you supporting. But that, I think that's I suppose the the good thing that's come from from that is that. I think all three of us have taken a lot of lessons from the bands that we've been in before. Mm. Um, you know, I think Wayne had said it a couple of times, it's not our first rodeo. So you you build up a, a support platform, you build up contacts, you, you know, when some yeah. of these contacts just don't disappear. Yeah. That, that's that's kind of how we've been lucky in landing a, a place in the, the Awards Festival next week. Um, just because Steve has kept contacts and has played that festival before. And... Um, you know, you, you you get to know the pitfalls of being in a band and what to avoid and who to watch out for and, you know, try and not get ripped off, basically. Yeah. Would you think there's a better community around the whole scene now, lads? I think so. Yeah. Without a doubt. I think, you know, things have changed. I, I stepped out of the band scene for a long time, you know, got married and had wee ones and... Uh, <laughs> and life kind of gets in the way but you know you, when, you, when you come back to it, yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> but as I said earlier you know there's, there just seems to be a real hunger with a lot of Irish bands that you just yeah, don't yeah, tend to see you don't tend to see anywhere else I and, think and it is a because lot of that the, with the size of the country you know like there's yeah. you can get so much done and because I we don't have everything that we you could have over in the uk like you could you know you, you could be a band in the uk and you know you can do decent tours often and not have to leave like obviously you know it's great to leave but with ireland there's only so many times you can play certain venues before you're yeah. fucking overkilling it like so that's yeah. i think yeah. where the hunger would come from where people are you I think, Irish I think scotland, to get out the scotland scene is very much like the irish scene but they have the benefit of being attached yeah. to England yeah. so they can move on down. But there's there, yeah. there's a lot of similarities and a lot of fucking great characters that will fit in Without a doubt. with with board with board scenes. Yeah. Oh definitely, yeah, absolutely. What would Are, be on, what man. would be now uh saying like going from stand up guy, what would be the do's and don'ts that you were kind of like, right, we're definitely doing this with Haint. We're definitely not <laughs> doing this. <laughs> Jeez, that's a that's a good question. I think it's. Oh, God. Feel free that's to absolutely re- ruin really... someone as well. Like. <laughs> no, I, I think the key thing that came from that is 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 kind of understanding that that people will, especially in the music scene, and will continue to bullshit you consistently. Mm. You know, we were we were offered all sorts of things. You know, from management you know managerial levels to sort of booking agent levels and a lot of people you were basically sending them cds and cd packs and all those sorts of things which just fell on deaf ears and didn't go anywhere so i suppose really the, the key thing would be is just to be kind of believe in yourself and uh, try and do as much as you can yourself i mean you mm-hmm. look at you know you look at what the crawling have done you know, and Andy's an absolute genius. They all are. Yeah, he's an absolute genius. But he machine. just he just has he just has this way of of knowing exactly what to do. And it's and it's it's inspiring. There's no doubt about it at all. Definitely, yeah. I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. That guy is uh very driven, like and for doing um it so long not to see a drive drop. Yeah. That he's still just as into it, you know, he still yeah. wants to push just yeah. as much, you know. And, and they have a good circle around them. They, they do, they do yeah. yeah. They have a good foundation there, and and a big shout out as well to Pete from Stranglewire. Oh, yeah. There must be something in the the the, the water oh, in the, the Clark, Clark House. Yeah, the Clarks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Buck fast. But I know. I it know was. from my condem- I know from my days in condemned with them. Like what he's mm. like, and I don't think there's anybody more driven than Pete Clark. Yeah. We look at what he's done with Stranglewire, taking them to America and all. Absolutely, yeah. you know, absolutely. And they have a new release coming on and they're going to be on the fucking show as well. With, Excellent. <laughs> you know, without a doubt, man. Yeah. 
but it's that uh, sort of stuff that's inspi- it's inspiring you know mm. it, there's there's no question about it it just shows you like this is what can be done when you persevere and and yeah. you have a clear vision of where you want to be and how you want to get there yeah but it's an underground scene and especially with you in looking at the underground scene now and the underground scene back when you were there again i'm just trying to figure out how much of a community spirit is there now in relation to back then? Um, see, it, it's, it's a good question. You know, part of me is going, God, it was so long ago that I can really remember. And then it, because it's been so far removed from it, mm. I, I really um, haven't quite seen exactly where it is, you know? You yeah. haven't really experienced it. Yeah. Not really. Yeah. It's fucking true, man. Because you'd experience it more so, Evan, when you're touring around the country, wouldn't you? Of course, yeah, 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 absolutely. Very much so, yeah. That's interesting, actually. No, it's, it's still all quite infantile with us at this moment in time. But I think, you know, if anything, the the drive has been there. You know, we, we're still keeping people in the loop. We're still posting things on our social media. We're still kind of putting teasers up there and different things. And, which, and really kind which of... Which I have to say, a lot of which is Ian. And we've all kind of fallen in, like Ian said, We've all kind of fallen in the rules, and Ian's proved to be the one, the best one at <laughs> updating things and oh, social media and stuff. So you have to do it, man. You have well, to do like it. Even how he has to, but he's mm. he is a legend at it. You know, certainly compared to me. But you know, even if you're trying to like trying to find some kind of positive over the last two years, it's like um, social media wise now. Like even though there hasn't been the gigs, you've been able to have that. You know, build that bed. That. Yeah. You know, you have that following now that when you're going um, to get these shows done, you know, it's you have somewhere that the posts are going to fall on rather yeah. than if you're just launching now, you're trying to get a following yeah. as well as get the, mm. the name out. Whereas like, you know, yeah. some of it's, you know, started now. And yeah, then no pressure. Once the music yeah. is like coming in the shows, there's already a place mm. to put it. You know what I mean? Well, you're yeah. on, on the metal side anyway, you know, so <laughs> yeah. this is another honor. plus. Abso- yeah. Absolutely honoured, yeah. Yeah, we've pushy yeah. hard lads, you know, and as I said, we're here to help, aren't we, Ed? Oh, 100% lads, yeah, absolutely, without a doubt. Get some uh, recorded material into the forums and Evan will try not to slaughter you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be really well, sound to your faces and then just be like, oh, I actually think they're a bunch of dickheads. Still <laughs> could uh, No, well, any, yeah. of the, any of the riffs that you've been putting up in are fucking sick. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, was the one that you put up today just something you were messing around with? Yeah, yeah I, I oh, basically hefty, never, like... ever stopped writing music, you know. Oh. Like, Even when you cur- joined the rat race. Even when he wrote more than I'd say, like, yeah, <laughs> totally. Yeah, I did without a doubt. Like, yeah, I wrote even more stuff. So I have like, and like Darren, cabinet, I still have a, like a, an old iPhone with like four hundred riffs on it. But if I yeah, lose it, yeah, I'm screwed. Yeah, yeah. You know, Darren, you write some of the lyrics as well. Is it like hard to fucking not write about the shit that we're in at the moment? Where do your lyrics <laughs> come from? What um, want to be the teams? Oh, <laughs> trying to uh, a lot of my lyrics just personal experience okay. obviously just the stuff that you can relate to but um, yeah because we do we, we I think we're not too far off 50-50 splitting the, you know we tend to uh, say well I'm going to do this song you do that song and mm. then we'll we'll demo our vocal ideas and um, check everybody like check everybody's happy with what we've written and then start to learn our parts um, yeah most of my lyrics I'd say is just stuff from Personal experience. Um, Daddy. Oh, hello. <laughs> I was just about to say, I guarantee you there's a verse about changing nappies. Like, and then straight oh, no. I was like, whoa. Yeah. There is, I do have a song about it. Just, yeah. Oh, there's a funny, like, yeah. One of the songs. Like, you have I, songs already called Hal, Destroyer of Worlds, Screaming at the Storm. Yeah. Maybe yeah. they're the three obvious ones to me that you, you released. Um, lyrical themes in relation to those. Is Hal about um, Hal the computer? No. Hal is kind of, yeah, it's very much our take on the, the 21st century of, in terms of we allow social media and our mobile phone devices to... Take over. Take control yeah. to an extent, yeah. Okay. You know, 
So it's very much, you know, we have our lives on this brick in our pockets, you know, that we carry around and it's, uh, yeah, I haven't had credit in about six months. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. You're just still promoting that haircut. And yeah, I know. Oh. See, this is what happens. <laughs> <laughs> if I was distracted by my phone, I probably wouldn't have done it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I could have just been sitting there scrolling through Instagram, but no, I had to fucking use my brain and come up with a stupid idea, like... So, for example, yeah, that, that's that's Hal. Any other ones you can give us a, a kind of insight into Ian? Um, Destroyer of Worlds, uh, Screen Destroyer of Worlds is one of is one of Darren's. Um, okay, so he might be better explaining that one. Yeah, fair enough. I I wrote the lyrics for another song called Genius Loci, um, which is really about the spirit of a place and and again how we are like inspired by our surroundings and. Uh, you know, we manifest certain feelings by being in certain places that remind us of uh, different occasions, you know, whether that be great things or whether that be sad things, you know, mm-hmm. it's uh, so that again, most of our lyrics are in, in interpretations of, of life events and, yeah. You know, we're all yeah. we're all in our forties and getting no younger. So <laughs> with kids, we've all with kids and we've all with kids. Yeah, no, scream as well. Screaming and ever everything and screaming was written. We um, uh, well, basically, my wife had breast cancer, uh-huh. so I went through treatment. So both of those were ways of me trying to vocalize both what I could see, how she was coping and dealing okay. with it, as well as me. So. And having that as an expression is like, you know, Mm. being able to, because I think when a lot of situations like that come up for musicians that sometimes people aren't the best at actually just sitting down and talking about something, but it's a lot Mm. easier to express it, um, even in just writing a fat riff, do you know what I mean? Like it it, it holds its own weight for what it can do for your mind. Yeah. Yeah. Merchandising wise, uh, what are you looking at? Are you ahead of the game and getting that? Spoons. 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 Jesus. Yeah, I was getting to it. I hope there's a fucking t-shirt with a fucking wooden spoon in it. I I want to be Do you know? Explain. After the spoons, spoons, we were also talking about damn commemorative plates. (laughs) Unbelievable. Like like this, because I remember when I said it on the podcast about like, because I... and when when he messaged me being like, what's your address? I'll send you a spoon. I was like, there's no fucking way these lads have a load of wooden spoons in their guy. And you did. And I was just like, yeah. genuinely, that was one of the best gifts I've ever gotten. <laughs> it fucking was, was cool. man. It was just so cool. bizarre. It was the but, fact, for me, it was it, like, it's not like, fuck we should get one done up really quick. It's that was there. That was, that was already yeah. made. No. You know? Yeah. There's about 30 or 40 of them. That's it's like, case, like you know, I'm going to take one off you as like... well, man. Cause I tell you, I got battered oh, by a wooden spoon when I was a kid by the mother. Well, yeah. I was going to say, like, if you're over <laughs> the age of 35, the, you know, the, the strike the fear into spoon you. just strikes fear in everybody. Oh, man. You know what right I mean? Right across the back of the legs, man. Not oh, more totally. That's it. Back of the hand, you know, it was like, I'm not doing that again. <laughs> so how did that idea come up? You were with, is it Power Jeez. that did it? Yeah. Is it Power yeah. that, yeah. Powerworks, yeah. So Andy, he's he's an absolute legend when it comes to doing things. So Steve and I were talking after practice one night and we were like, geez, what are we going to do for merch? You know, so like you see guys that are like bottle openers and uh, you know, even back Lighters in the day when Jägermeister used to do lots of crazy shit merchandise-wise. And we were like, what, wow, man, what could we do? You know, what about, what about wooden spoons? <laughs> <laughs> and Steve was like, interesting. And before he knew it, he had spoken to Andy and there was there was 40-odd wooden spoons with a hint emblazoned on the side of them. You know, and they're all yeah, like laser the printed it is, on. It's, yeah, it's, it's like properly, it's not just like... Uh, a black marker or anything like no 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 it's fucking classic yeah so it was just like you know what 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 are we going to do that nobody else has kind of done and what's going to stand out and keep us unique um 
keeping it fresh, you know. So well, you, like you had me one over before I even heard a note. Do you know what I mean? Like. <laughs> <laughs> Oh Unreal. my god! Oh my god! I hope you're not fucking drawing them out in your kids, lads. <laughs> no, no, geez, my kids are. Right. May that circle they're... be unbroken. No, they have, <laughs> they have a steel, a the steel rod okay. that's engraved. Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's <it>. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Um, oh. I've got the sense you've been playing around with a lot of imagery in relation to the. Well, the logo will stay the same, I would imagine, because that that works fine. Um, Possibly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the the hand prints and stuff. Um, have you anyone working creatively on a t-shirt even at this stage? Or that's always been my thing, you know. Other than the music mm-hmm. side, you know, I have a degree in in graphics. So I've seen your artwork, man. Fair fucks I would, yeah, yeah. I would tend to do a lot of that stuff and play conceptually with things, but again, not quite at the level whereby I think if it came to album artwork I don't think I would have the mm. confidence to do something and look um, you know what there's plenty out you know, there in Ireland that, there's that, some that amazing guys that. like yeah what's that you really are like yeah there's no question there's some really talented guys like Kelvin there's Colin there's fucking Jesus Christ so many lads yeah but again visually and conceptually you know, we all have really good ideas and um, Steve has this insanely vivid imagination in terms of, you know, and, and, and foresight into things and, and he's always good at coming up with conceptual ideas for, for artwork and stuff. So yeah. either way, it's, it'll, it'll all tie in, you know, yes. that's the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. it'll and, all um, tie in. When can we see the fruits of those labors will there be a single or um, an ep release this year is that too soon to say hopefully we're Good. we're actually just we're actually uh recording this weekend start recording um well we were trying to work out is it an ep is it an album i don't know our What's first collection the, of songs will be yeah. recorded this what would we like? recommend if just get it out. I don't give a fuck what you call it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? With, the, with, with digital distribution these days, you know, I, you don't need an album. Yeah, like a, a, technically yeah. an album is 35 minutes or 40 minutes. It doesn't matter how many tracks. It's actually just um, the length. But yeah, I think I think we we're pretty much in the album territory then when we worked it out. But yeah. I can't remember. Seven, seven songs? songs yeah. Seven songs. Yeah. So we start, we're doing the drums. We start the drums on Sunday, really. Well, I'll be heading down on Saturday to start getting everything set up. Um, who's going to be, be producing? Yeah, yeah I, I do. Am. Oh, fair fucks, man. Yeah. yeah. So that's what that's that, that's what I've spent all my time doing. Yeah. Even if I'm not working these days. And are you um, going to release it out to someone to mix it? Uh, don't know. Uh, no, I'll probably, well, probably give it a good bash myself, and then if they if they tell me it's shit, then we'll. <laughs> <laughs> we'll <see. laughs> We yeah, I've, got a few, I've got a few friends and stuff as well over in England. I still, I'm still in touch with. Who. That's great, man. It's great to fucking hear that you're so involved in the whole project. Yeah. Yeah, like you said, we've all kind of got our strengths, uh, responsibilities as right. But we, uh, we've all kind of fallen into our roles. Yeah. You yeah. know, like Ian, you know, Ian and the the artwork and the social media, and I'm doing all the, doing sort of all the producing and pre-production for the recording and. Said Steve's just coming up with all the mad ideas, and yeah. he's still talking to a lot of people organizing gigs. So yeah, yeah, we've, we're nice. kind of just naturally falling into yeah. roles. Yeah, um, I think historically in the last two years, um, the advice would be to release an EP and then have a second EP that keeps you relevant yeah. in a scene that's stagnant, obviously through COVID. Um, yeah. It's going to be a different situation next year. Please, God, we'll have Please games. <laughs> you know, um, it'd be lovely to see you down in Cork. Lovely to see you down south yeah. anyway. You know, well, so we'll, we'll definitely 100%. make that happen. Yeah, no we'll doubt about it at happen. all. You know, it's good to see Fred so opening up again. You know, Fred yeah. is always one of my favorite places to play whenever I was a stand-up guy. Even class. Back when there was a big wooden post open, they're holding the roof up. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> the first first gig we ever played there, I got electric shock off the microphone and got blown halfway across the venue. It was... So that's not like I genuinely have heard so many people say that. <laughs> yeah, oh, absolutely my God. insane. Yeah, but 
yeah that's what i love about it you know yeah, well, yeah i wouldn't change it like you know i'd be <laughs> wary if they were if they were doing it up too much it just wouldn't be the because nah. even when you bring bands um down like the first time they kind of come in and they're sound checking the stuff they're like yeah yeah it's cool i'm like i'm telling you as well once <laughs> the gig actually starts like you'll see why people play here so often like it's just it's a whole different it's a whole different vibe to a lot of other places that I, I've played. There's something about it like it fucking there definitely stinks. is. <laughs> yeah. Well that was it. The first couple of times I was in it, there's your you're playing and there's like pigeons flying around and stuff and all it's just like, <laughs> you know pigeons have long gone. <laughs> but yeah. it was yeah, just so many good memories of playing in places like that. Unbelievable. Yeah. Like you have um the structure now, Ian as well. Uh, in relation to like you could literally hit Galway, you could hit Limerick, Cork, um, yeah. maybe Waterford. I, I don't know. Um, yeah, it could be possible next year. We just need a good promoter down there to, to pull you in. But this like, I mean, myself yeah. Limerick going next week to Dolan's, the mecca of fucking metal in a lot of ways. Um, for bands coming down to play there with the siege, so like. Please God, that happens again next year. So there's there's it's a lot to look forward to, and yeah. I think I think we're coming out of yeah. the, the worst of it. Oh, definitely, yeah, Here's absolutely. Something. I think yeah. like a lot of people as well are. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I think a lot of people are. Um, they want to support bands now, whereas you know before the pandemic, um, you know it was a natural thing of being like someone will tell you they're going to the, your gig and then yeah. be like oh they something came up for choice man yeah. there was so there could be three gigs on the one night um, hmm. but now even if there was three gigs on the one night they're all going to be full because people just they're yeah. dying to go through this and I have a feeling as well Daytime. there'll be a lot of new people going to, to gigs you know some people that might have just gotten into certain things while yeah. they've had so much time at home yeah. Yeah. and I you know this, the scene will definitely grow as long as um, as long as everyone's just trying to be chill with each other, do you know, like if there's yeah. teething pains or whatever, you know, it's not like it was only yesterday that everything was fine, you know, as long as everyone's just kind of supportive because that, like, exactly. it, it goes for anything, you know, yeah, once I mean, everyone's helpful and not just fucking ripping the tits off each other, like, no, yeah. it won't happen, Evan. That, that fucking yeah, shit is gone, it kind of weeded that out, COVID, I think, as well. What you've left is the genuine people that want to get people in, in the yeah, doors, precisely. get their bands in and fucking play music. And so. Yeah. Bit I of think, rock and roll, lads, you know? Uh, exactly. I think if anything, yeah, the, the pandemic has kind of, uh, kind of taught everyone that, you know, we got to have a bit of humility about us like, and, mm-hmm. and uh, be patient yeah, and not take too many things for granted. Yeah. You know? I'll be happy to have you down. I'll, I, I'll definitely, I have no problem in saying that. I'll definitely mm. um, have you on something for Dead Cult anyway, yeah. without a doubt. I awesome. And I can't, I can't wait for it because, again, you know, the only gig we've done, people have heard, is is that um, Elder the Masses. Mm. So they haven't heard us yeah. practiced with the vocals all pinned down, you know, yeah. exactly what we want mm-hmm. to do. It's already the next be, level think, by yeah. the second gig, you know? Yeah. I, th- I think people, I th- and I think there will be space on people surprised as well. Yeah, excellent. At, at the vocals and the way we went with it. So I have a feeling what I've kind of gathered, not even from this, but even just, you know, seeing the posts and even hearing some of the riffs and some of the jams. Yeah, and I'm absolutely. Like, that like, you know, when you're starting, you're doing like maybe like second on on a three, three or four band bill or something. I'm like, mm-hmm. I have a feeling that when you do these gigs, uh, I'd be confident saying that it'll be fairly obvious that people are going to be like they need they're going to be where we're going to put them up higher. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, can, I can definitely see that happening fairly quick for you. In other words, Evan, what I've heard, the lads like, have the chops, man. They have the chops. We yeah, just yeah. need them. I hope so. We just oh, need to display like, them. I've heard sounds no, fucking for, sick. Yeah, like, yeah it's, it's, a, really it's, good. A, it's, it's a lot. There's a lot of pressure on us. <laughs> so there is. Uh, yeah. Bring it on, man. Bring it on. So listen, yeah. thanks a million, Ian and uh, Darren from Hate. Uh, big shout Pleasure. out to Steve as well, who didn't make it tonight. But yeah. keep an eye on this band. They will be coming down soon. And Banking the life ideas. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs>
Ryan notes. Um, thanks so much for coming on the show. Oh, you're very welcome, guys. Yeah, thanks lovely to speak to you. Yeah, yeah it's great to you. talk to you, lads. Yeah, and Devin, as usual, thank you, man. Support <laughs> your local fucking metal scene. <laughs> <laughs> awesome.